0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the So So Show. It's the podcast for Southampton, hosted by her Zoe Hanson.
1: And him, Simon Clark.
0: How's your week been?
1: Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Do you know what I'm getting into? um, I hate to say it. The new normal, right? There's not many (laughs) changes going on. We're sort of getting used to lockdown a little bit. We're sort of finding our groove. Um, I know that I've got to get up, you know, before 10 and get little and on to homeschooling so you know I know that I'm going to make 54 meals a day so I've got got my head around it
0: now (laughs) and you've just got used to the new norm And they've changed everything and started opening things again. Oh, I know. So I'm now debating, because I'm going to be out in public more, whether or not I should get rid of the lockdown beard.
1: I quite like it. The
0: lockdown beard is born out of laziness more than anything else. (laughs) I don't know whether I want to go through life looking like Minty from EastEnders or whether I should think about getting rid.
1: Are you good at any sort of car mechanics or not?
0: No, rubbish at car mechanics.
1: Okay, get rid of the beard then.
0: So I've got clippers and I've been keeping it under control, but I think it's probably going to have to bite the dust soon.
1: I quite like it. I think it's probably quite nice as it is. So you've got a little bit of sort of... I'd say it was... Uh, the length was grown-out
0: stubble. That's I think, is acceptable. <laughs> We're not talking full-on Crusoe yet. Although, mentally, I kind of have gone a little bit Crusoe. Yes. Because I've completely lost track of the days now.
1: And talking about hair, right? So everybody's having a bit of bother. Lots of people taking up home hair colouring. Mm. Um, I dye my hair myself anyway, so that's okay. Um, but, but I think men's hair is... You know, it, it, lots and lots of wives and girlfriends are having to do it. And my friend Joe fell down a little bit at this point because she was trying to cut her husband's hair, and she'd ordered some clippers, but they were from Europe. Oh. And what she didn't realise was that in Europe, the numbers on you know the the, the grades of cut go the opposite direction. So a number four that she tried to give him was actually a number one and completely scalped. Him. I
0: imagine he was very surprised to discover that <laughs>
1: she's cutting it and he's going what's it look like (laughs) yes
0: did she offer to show him the back or did she just skip that part of the process I
1: think she covered every mirror in the house
0: (laughs) (laughs) well luckily I don't have that problem because I've got quite short hair anyway but my 16 year old was the last one to go near it with the clippers for me and uh, yeah I think she's discovered a new way of earning pocket money good girl next time if we ever have to go through this again they should certainly consider hairdressers as an essential service so many people who are counting down the days to their local salon opening.
1: If we could work it out, right? So so now you're allowed to meet one other person outdoors. So maybe if you could meet your hairdresser in the park and the hairdresser could have two <laughs> meter long scissors, I could see it working, you know?
0: I could see people losing ears <laughs> if the scissors are two meter long. How would that work with clippers? Would you have to tie them to the end of a broom handle? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just on a bit of string and just sort of lasso them.
0: (laughs) My clipper sound effect is going to go the same way as your um, ship's horn, I think, last week. We had someone (laughs) uh, ask us if we could send them your ship horn so they could have it as a text alert on their phone. Mm. There you go. If you want to catch up, by the way, last week's edition of the podcast is available now. It should be on iTunes, which is nice. And um, and thank you, by the way, for uh, all the kind comments for last week as well. Comments ranging from a new podcast for Southampton in real language which was accompanied by the leonardo dicaprio clapping his hands gif which uh, was quite nice that's really sweet and then we had it's really nice to hear you two wittering on <laughs> and a lot of love for the laugh as well I'll take that. a lot of love for the laugh which hasn't been heard for a while
1: oh your laugh is lovely though isn't it? <laughs> i
0: don't think that's the one they were aiming at so we have a uh, guest later on like we had last week and this guest is going to be a particular interest for you if you like running or you like cycling just fitness in general in Southampton but more about that a bit later on on the subject of cycling by the way I've got good news and bad news for you right the good news is Starbucks in Hedge has reopened the bad news is that's going to make your cycling practice with the little and a little bit more challenging because now there'll be cars in that car park
1: yeah so so we've been ta- I've been taking my seven-year-old daughter down to that car park you know where you've got Starbucks and you've got SCS and mm. furniture land all of those and because it's a nice big space and it's got road markings as well. So trying to sort of give her a bit of road sense on her bike <laughs> um, because otherwise we'd end up on the M27 or something. So so we've been going down there and it also means I don't have to do anything because I can sit in the middle and she can go round and round and round and round. <laughs> Whereas if she rides her bike anywhere else, if she rides her bike to Barb Acre, right, then then that means I have to run alongside just to make sure that she's staying up and not turning corners or going in the middle of the road or anything like that. So, um... It actually has given me a bit of a rest, that car park.
0: Although I think you are making a rod for your own back because she'll have to do more than just ride around in a circle at some yeah. point.
1: Yeah. yeah, but we'll take it for now. I also
0: love your expectations being high. Yeah, I'm teaching her about road markings. Yeah. <laughs> She's only just managed to get used to riding without stabilisers. Already you're onto the highway code. I love that. And uh, you've also had to um, get her a better bike and consequently sell the old one, haven't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I've been selling a bike on Gumtree. So it's one that I had in the beginning. It's got a baby seat on the back. You would not believe the amount of people that want to buy a bike at the moment. It's unreal. I suppose the sun shines out. We're on lockdown, looking to do a bit of exercise. It's sold within about 12 hours. I had so many messages. I thought, well, I've put this on for too cheap, haven't I? But there's one bit of a problem with Gumtree that I always have. And that is when somebody messages you to say, is the microwave still available? I cannot resist putting back, yes, absolutely it is kiss kiss I can't stop putting kisses on the end of messages it's like a default thing it's like an automatic thing is it for you I
0: always used to do the same to people but after I once text a program director I was working for with a kiss on the end of it I got out of the habit of signing everything like
1: that. oh they love it
0: it's so difficult for them to not get the wrong idea
1: yeah <laughs> i 've given up trying now, I just think it'll uh, we'll, we'll take it as endearing, take it as yeah it 's a nice thing to say to you but the other the other thing that i 've worked out on Gumtree is that you can you can sort of make things to your advantage, so somebody was coming to pick up a balance bike um, litland 's balance bike, um, and he said that he was at hedge end sainsbury 's i 'm only in West End, so um, I just sort of said to him oh, can you pick me up some strawberries there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only you would have the cheek to do something like that.
1: He did it, though. He did it. And I thought, well, that's good. That's for- following Boris's guidelines. Yes, you know, quite right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go out. I got my strawberries and sold a bike.
0: <laughs> that's just absolute quality. And that is so Zoe as well. <laughs> So while we're on cycling, shall we introduce our guest for this week?
1: We're talking this week to Chris Reese from Southampton Marathons. So I'm going to call it Southampton Marathons. It's Southampton Marathon Half Marathon 10K. You know the event. And I would imagine, and I'm sure you would, he would be so stressed at the moment with an event that was supposed to be on last month and then they've moved it twice again. But as per Chris
2: he's just the most chilled person on the planet we've had our hundred day countdown three times now to the event, so <laughs> which just, is
1: good if you haven't started <laughs> training it does indeed you
2: know, quite a few people wake up calls on numerous occasions <laughs> but <laughs> um, so it's been pretty mad to be honest and I feel like we're just getting on top of things now we're, we're encouraging more people out and about to go for virtual runs um, but we're still working very closely with the councils and authorities and just watching the government guidelines to see what's come up around mass events um, and just to see if it's something that we can go ahead with safely this year um, which will be an event that we're proud of and people want to be part of but if it's not safe to do so we still won't be able to do the event but we won't know until later in the year so we're asking everyone to to keep fit keep using their daily exercise for going outside and running and walking and cycling just you know keeping that fitness levels up really
1: if you had to sort of put restrictions in place could you do a staggered start you know could you start people from 6am up until sort of 11 o'clock something like that so that there's not so many people all bunched together.
2: It's funny you should say that Zoe. Oh really? <laughs> we have something called an open gantry policy that we're going to try okay. for this year. Um, so normally we have a lovely mass start, 10,000 people all lined up down past the yeah, Guildhall yeah, yeah. Square. It's
1: always it's an amazing pumping.
2: event. It's wonderful. It's cool. I absolutely love it and that's part of the excitement of what we do. Yeah. Um, but this year we're looking at doing something we can make sure the event if it's allowed to happen runs safely. So we're looking at doing an open gantry so from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. you'll be able to set off in your own time, your own whatever distance you want to do if you fancy getting up early before it gets too hot you can head off at 6am yeah. if you fancy having a bit of a line and waiting until 10 o'clock you crack on come and join us once you've had a lie and then you can come and join us at 10am so from 6am to 10am come on down come and take part run your route run your distance yeah. and just make sure you're in before midday when we close and everyone heads off to go and sit in the sunshine and go to the restaurants And things I love that cool.
1: you've thought about these things that there is a possibility there is possibly a way we're, you we're know? keeping
2: the dream alive it's that
1: can yeah. do well
2: attitude isn't it yeah
1: and the virtual runs tell us a bit about those
2: so um because we only cancelled um within about five weeks of the actual event the majority of the marathon runners and half marathon runners and even the 10k runners had already started training plans of which you are one sorry yeah which you are one and (laughs) (laughs) so a lot of of people were on course to getting to the distance ready for april when shutdown happens we were still allowed to exercise daily and a lot of people have kept up their routines and kept their distance up and still wanted to achieve something in April so we decided to do a virtual run uh, where you you still have to physically run it you can't just do it on your Wii you have right. to physically go out and okay. go and run somewhere um, but you get a t-shirt and a medal still so you still get your finishers pride and all you need to do is just send us an email with your um your uh, picture of your distance that you've run yeah. the distance you've done it and you can split it over numerous days so you don't need to go out and go and do 26 miles in one go if you're doing social distancing whatever happens in the rules whatever part of the country you're in or whatever country you're in yeah you can do it over numerous days as well which is quite cool so we've sent t-shirts to poland norway germany france australia uh, a couple to the united states as they well. ran a long
1: way <laughs> talking of running a long way something shocked slash frightened me the other day <laughs> when i looked at the website and i saw you can do your virtual run you can do the 10k I'm doing the 10k, obviously, because <laughs> that's the shortest. Um, you could do the half marathon virtually. You could do yep. the marathon virtually. Yeah. Now you can do 100 miles virtually <laughs> and 250 miles virtually.
2: 250 miles. And do you know what? When we posted what? that, we had people email back in going, "I've done that already this year. Can we have a 500 medal in T-shirt?" <laughs> And I went, wow, that's pretty impressive. Pretty good going. So well, they then, are there may well be a 500 one on the, on the cards <laughs> as well. So but this doesn't close until July 31st. At, right? at present doesn't close to July 31st. Everyone who's in training yeah. can do training. They can do the distance of all the distances up until July the 31st. And depending on what happens in August, we'd hopefully got an event. Fingers crossed, touch yeah. wood and everything else. But if yeah. not, we'll continue on for the rest of the year. But you don't have to do 250 miles by August. You can do that (laughs) up until December. So, the idea is to keep people motivated, give them something to work towards, because you need something just to keep hopes and spirits alive, because everything else is quite quite miserable in of the papers course. isn't it it's so.
1: having those goals and that motivation isn't it you know and about getting out there and stuff like that you know i'm i'm going for a marathon by the end of the year you you heard it here first <laughs> See we've
2: got witnesses now
1: <laughs> verbally agreed to them ma- oh, okay all right. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> i'll
2: take that i'll take not that not far off
1: <laughs> um and, and when you get the pictures through from the people that have completed the virtual runs they have yeah. to send like a photo and stuff yes
2: yeah, so you can send a photo you can do uh, your finish a selfie shot we've right. had some beautiful ones where um, there was a family who made a finish line out of toilet roll um, <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been hoarding it it was just a spare one from upstairs yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, when the mum finished she then ran through the finish line so she got her own personal private finish line which has been really nice and we've had people cheering as someone finishes on the streets so a whole streets out clapping as they go through
1: eight o'clock on a Thursday they finish that (laughs) probably yeah yeah
2: (laughs) gone out for a stroll and come back feeling like a (laughs) hero (laughs)
1: million dollars
2: (laughs) so we've had some great stories coming back in and the nice thing is well, I say a nice thing it's been quite hard work but because there's no one here in the office there's only one person who gets to pack up all the t-shirts and medals so I don't normally get to say well done to all of the finishers Aww. but I've now packed over a thousand finisher t's and medals in the office Brilliant. all by myself so if you've got the wrong size that's what's my fault well.
1: <laughs> and you can email
2: <laughs> oh they have been yeah don't worry
1: <laughs> the Southampton Marathon is probably one of the biggest events that you have but you have yep. other events as well that you run throughout the year
2: yeah so we were very excited about launching a new Sporterium this year which is going to be a cycling event so we've got um the winchester triathlon where people can swim cycle and run and we've um been doing that for 12 years now we've had a swim school so people do swim lessons and we had the marathon and people were saying when are you going to actually get this bike ride and get a cycle ride off and we thought do you know what june 2020 seems like a good <laughs> date to <laughs> to do an event uh, which was you know pretty good idea up until about mid-March again so we're, we're turning Southampton into the fittest healthiest city possible in August we've got a sportarium which is a random made up word which is a sportive and a criterion put together and there's basically a ride element where you can go out and go and do 100k or 60k so a long distance challenge for people to get involved in um, and there's also a race element where there's a mile lap loop in the city centre around the Guildhall Square where the finishing line for the marathon is Yeah. Um, down to towards the centre of town and then back up past St. University and round Jury's in Roundabout and it's just a perfect mile lap you get to get some speed up we get to have us um, amateurs having a go during the day and then it builds up to professionals in the evening and it's just going to be such a cool pumped kind of thing to come and see Two metres apart. That's a great spectator <laughs> sport as well. It would yeah. be normally, wouldn't it? Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. normally. <laughs> but at least we've got a miles worth of tracks. So we can spread out lots of people over yep. a mile to enjoy yep. it all in the sunshine. But that was the original idea. So now we're going to be doing the cycle event on the Saturday, the marathon on the Sunday. And we've mm. had people, the same crazy people who said they've already <laughs> done 250 <laughs> miles, asking if they can do a, a medal, special medal, if they do the cycle and the marathon in one weekend. Oh, which, my. Which, to be fair, if, if you cycle 100 k, <laughs> then run a marathon. And i think you deserve a big medal for that as well so Don't you? it'll be cool very very do you know
1: cool. what i love southampton people it's cool isn't just it? even for saying <laughs> they do it even if they didn't just for saying yeah come on then let's do the lot
2: go on that's why we've got the second largest park run in the country because we're all just we're all just mad we love going out and going exercising. Yeah, so i think lockdown's doing doing well for some of us yeah
0: so that's chris Rees from Rees leisure i tell you what i love the idea of the running and cycling event that he's organized
2: i know it
1: sounds amazing doesn't it have you got a bike
0: oh yeah i love cycling
1: okay that's good because i've signed you up can we do it together
0: can you do the running and i do the cycling bit
1: i've told you i've sold my bike (laughs) because
0: you see i can cycle till my legs fall off but i cannot run for toffee
1: they are right i'll do the running bit you do the cycling bit i'm sure he'll let us
0: uh (laughs) should we tell people what's been happening while uh, that interview was going out so so what have you been doing i was called to the kitchen because there was a smell and no one could work out where it was coming from
1: what was the smell though
0: i don't know I suspect it might have been the food caddy because they're not obviously taking food caddies away at the moment. And I did tie the food caddy up last night, leave it on the side, right. thinking next time I go out to the bin I'll take this with me. So it might be the food caddy. What have you been doing while that interview is playing?
1: So, I mean, look, this is going on in houses across the country. I consider myself incredibly lucky <laughs> to be here in a lovely house with a lovely garden and all that stuff. But if I hear Mummy! Once more I am going to scream. Because it either means you need food or it means come on the trampoline with me. Now my pelvic floor cannot take that. <laughs> three bounces and i'm done right <laughs> i gotta get off
0: <laughs> so what you need to do is move your podcast recording equipment into the toilet because that's the place where every parent goes for five minutes of peace and quiet isn't it are
1: you kidding me i go to the loo there's a door opening mommy yeah do you want to just let me thanks that would be amazing oh, <laughs> or mum. maybe
0: it's not going to work in your house but it always <laughs> used to work in mine so one good thing potentially now, the parks are opening properly, is that we've got new places to take our children and to, to wear them out. Places like Royal Victoria Country Park and uh, Netley Abbey.
1: Itchin Valley. Yeah. All the parks are reopening. So they're opening the car parks again. So you were able to walk there, but now you can drive there because Boris says you can go and drive for a day out. However, I see one flaw in this and unfortunately, I've mentioned this three times in the last two minutes, <laughs> where are you going to have a wee? <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause no no toilets are open. So what you're going to do?
0: Well, you'll just have to go before you leave.
1: That doesn't you? last very long for me, to be fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what's nice though about everybody going to the parks is it's it's made places like Hogland's Park in Southampton look a little bit like Centre Parks because if you ever go to a Centre Parks, so you see families out on bikes, yep, walking, yep. and it's been a little bit like that in the centre of Southampton when the sun's been out. You've had people taking their daily exercise together. It's been really nice to see. Yeah,
1: yeah, it has, it has, and it's look, it's a break from you know what's going on in your house it's it's just getting out in the fresh air just frees your mind a little bit doesn't it mm. you know i know that i've been struggling with homeschooling as i'm sure so many people are but because it seems as if i had the coronavirus um for the first 4 weeks that Um, my little one was off school I didn't really do any homeschooling because I just couldn't get out of bed so we've never got sort of into the habit of it Um, so I've set her up on the iPad with different um, programs that she can do like maths and stuff on. Um, they get used approximately three seconds a day at the moment. <laughs> but she's learned to ride her bike much more, so that's a good thing. We've done some baking, which I think is science and home economics as well.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's got to be something like that. We've done art, so we sent my folks um, a hug which was I got Lois to, um, to lie down on a piece of paper and I drew around her with her arms out and, and then she coloured it in and did all of that stuff and, and we sent it off to them and they thought that, that, that was wonderful. How...
0: It's sweet, isn't it? That's so sweet. And they've
1: put it up in their window, so everybody walking past gets a big hug, you know. I think that's really cute. Yeah. Are
0: you sure she's yours?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I do try, don't I?
0: So um, the other bit of news we've had this week is, whilst lots of places have been opening up, we've also had uh, some sad news in Southampton that one of the entertainment venues has had to go into administration, the NST.
1: Yes, so the NST – I mean, it's just so sad. I love that venue. I love that theatre. Even just their cafe Mm. is just beautiful. It's gorgeous. There was a petition um, to try and keep them open. So I think they will have reached the number that they need right now, but they're asking people for donations because they run as a charity. So you want to sort of get behind these sort of Southampton hub places, these entertainment venues, who are just losing so much money at the moment.
0: It's just heartbreaking. It's not because they've been badly run or anything. It's because they've had to refund all the tickets for the performances that aren't taking place. If people show an interest in it and it's going to be used, then surely that will help attract financial support from elsewhere
1: yeah definitely it's going to be interesting this week to see how many people come back to work or go back to work you know I know that the construction sites have been working for a couple of weeks now the M27 has got people on there now doing the road works. It's just interesting to see everything sort of start to whirr back into action and see. Absolutely. It's just nice to see faces, isn't it? But you just hope that this is going in the right direction and that we're not going to face another lockdown, another spike soon.
0: Who knows where we'll be this time next week with episode three of the So So Show podcast. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for your kind comments and your feedback. Thank you if you've started to follow us on itunes as well if uh you find the podcast and you subscribe it means you'll never miss an edition of us wittering on
1: and i will send you kisses on text definitely (laughs) definitely (laughs) just don't get the wrong idea
0: and don't turn up with strawberries (laughs) have a great week zoe
1: and you